it's out exactly like Tim had said. <laughs> exactly like Tim. I don't think I have. Right. We're the next incarnation. No, we're not. We're something different. Mm. A better mm. incarnation. Mm. Mm. We're definitely something different. See, but I'm the one. I'm like losing my hair and chubby. So like I'm both <laughs> Tim and Sid. Like I'm just the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it's like not even cool. But I just come here next week. I have glasses. It's like this is me now. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So what we wanted to talk about was. Uh, Little uh, little uh, NHL today, getting into some OHL, some MLB stuff. Uh, NBA maybe. Little NBA and that uh, that yawn of a skills competition on uh, last night. We're recording on Sunday, so on Woof. Saturday. Um, the old time, the old timers getting out there and and then started off. They're just like jamming up these guys. They come out, man. Looked like guys my dad used to cheer for. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like bad. It was so embarrassing to watch. And, you know, you know, like millions of people are watching these old timers and like you know, like Del Curry and shit like that. And they're just putting up bricks. And they're just like <laughs> the biggest, best part of the weekend so far for me. Something might happen in the All Star game that might change my mind. But it would be um, the video of Steph Curry's mom hitting the half court shot with one hand. Yeah, that was wild. That? I saw that. It was it was huge celebration. And she acts like she's done it a million times before, which she probably has. She may it's just something in the DNA. That was you know pretty I mean? impressive. I was pretty impressed with that one. But uh, I think we let's uh, let's start off I want to start off with a little bit of the the standings in the uh, in the NHL, NHL? So with the puck talk. Can't believe Pittsburgh's on the outside looking in. That's the first thing that caught my eye when I opened it up. Or what we should do to be an actual podcast is probably introduce ourselves. Um, <laughs> we could probably start with that. A shizzle, dizzle. I love it. <laughs> 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 Snoop. Thanks, Snoop. Thanks, Snoop. Uh, yeah, Snoop's here. Uh, but yeah, my name is Mark Calagero. Andrew Thompson. At Adam Kidney on Twitter. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's, that's marketing at its finest. You got to sell you are a brand. You are a brand. Um, I'm going to make sure I don't get too crazy with this board here. No, I love it, man. You're, gonna be, you're hooked already. And by board, he means board of celebrities we have standing by waiting to vocally say sound bites that we just <laughs> press a button and it tickles their toes and Snoop Dogg knows what to say. Um, <laughs> Snoop Dogg always has the answers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you're talking about Pittsburgh uh, looking in crazy. there. Yeah, Buffalo is just right behind them there. Um, I saw a, a fantastic uh, – it's no secret that I'm a, I'm a Sabres fan now, but I found a uh, fantastic picture. It was kind of more or less ripping on Nashville for the, like, regular season uh, Western Conference Championship banner they put up or whatever. And uh, uh, Buffalo, there's a, there a picture that said 2018-2019, uh, really good November. Yeah, I've seen that <laughs> said, on said really good yeah, November for, fantastic. like, a banner for the Sabres to put up at the end of the season. Like, <laughs> we had a great November. Yeah. Really good November. Uh, they haven't won back-to-back games since December, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll... They're not playing that poorly Actually, right on now. Actually, last, on their last home stand, they did win back-to-backs there. So that, uh, They're that. in the playoff picture. So that's, that, that's a step forward for that team. Somewhat. I mean, they are Absolutely. four points behind Pittsburgh, and now they're getting five and you know five points and six points behind uh, Carolina and Montreal, uh, respectively. So, I mean, they can definitely uh, have some uh, improvement there, but I really don't even see them even cracking the the playoffs. I mean, you got you got to outperform Pittsburgh, Carolina, Montreal, and hope that they fall. Carolina's off. on fire right now. Yeah, it's not that's not going to happen. What a there. fun team to watch. Yeah, yeah, see, they're, after they, they win games, they do like a, <laughs> the, almost oh, like a show for oh, you. After man, the I game. hate I was, it. I, you like it? I hate it. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if I like it or I don't like it, but it's yeah. different. It's something that we don't see from anybody. True. Very true. And they're having fun. You got to. Yeah, yeah, man. You got to yeah, they, they are. Yeah, yeah. And it's, but it's just the way that it's just like, it's that owner. It's that, yep. that market. They're just a strange, strange place to, to have hockey. Um, they seem to be enjoying it. 
Yeah, I think they, they play in like Greenboro or something. Like they play like outside of they do. Raleigh. Yeah, like it's not even really in Raleigh. It's like one of those like Ottawa centers. I was just situations. gonna say that. Yeah, where it's just like bad rink location, like the Ottawa know, centers man. of the United States. Yeah, I don't know. But if you look at the the not bottom good. of the West, there you got Edmonton, Anaheim, L.A. I mean, what's the story with these teams, Andrew? What do you uh... in the West? It's crazy because the bottom three teams I thought would be three of the top teams. Yeah, I mean those like like Anaheim. I think Anaheim has for, been regressing for a little while now. Um, Randy Carlisle style of play uh, was exposed. Just a big slow team. Um, Edmonton was as a huge question mark after last season and, and more of the season before. I can't figure them. them out, man. Oh man, I can. They're garbage. It's almost, <laughs> <laughs> it almost gives me a headache. Yeah, dude. And then the, the one for one trades they were doing was that yesterday, the day before was Cassie. Talbot, yeah. uh, Talbot, and then um, uh, Spooner. Uh, where did we send? Uh, I'm losing it here. It was uh, Cam Talbot for... And Spooner and for Gagne. Yeah. yeah, there was two one-for-one trades. That was just Peter Shirelli all over the place. <laughs> he's, he's leaving his, uh, his legacy. <laughs> he leaves, and the week later, they make a one-for-one trade. In, in homage to... No, but I'm him. sick of Edmonton. Like, I'm sick of it. I feel they get too much time on TV, and it's not because they're doing well, it's because they're doing poorly. I hate that. That's it's, like Toronto for years, too, though. They were ter- terrible for a long time, and they got a lot of air. T- well, that's just Toronto media, though. Yeah, if you turn on, we live here. You turn on TSN right now, and there's like TSN anchors that are slitting their wrists. Like, why are you so angry? Like, you know, yeah, what well, I mean? yeah, it's always in- something in Toronto, right? Yeah, like, Expectations, right? Your team's really good. Now you're just being nitpicky. Like, geez. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, we we said this. In you the can't last just podcast. be happy with a winning team, Toronto. Yeah, you have to find those. You know, negative things to talk about that aren't even negative, but then they get talked about so much they become negative. Like, nobody wants to hear that shit. Nobody cares about Marner's contract. The guy said he didn't want to talk about it, so why are we still talking about it? So next subject, uh, no. (laughs) Like you said, but... It's like Leafs lunch all over. It's like a mini Leafs lunch every time I turn on TSN. They talk about the same crap. Well, they're looking for content, I guess, to, to try to draw from when there's nothing going on and... When something's not resolved, like the Marners, they're like, okay, let's just try to figure out a new angle. If it bleeds, it reads, man. That's what it is. Like, <laughs> honestly, I was like one of the first things a journalism teacher ever taught me. It was like, if it bleeds, it reads. Like, no one wants to read about sunshine and daisies, dude. There's like news organizations that only report positive news. There's a reason you've never heard of them because it's boring. <laughs> it's so boring. Like, you don't want to hear about a kid being rescued from a well all in its own. No. You want to see like, like the Sudan genocide, and there was a fire, burned houses, and their little Stacy was twelve. She got caught in a tree next to a cat. Like that's what you like. You want to mix it in, but all positivity all the time sucks, man. Um, it's true though. <laughs> and news, it's, and news, it's true. and news. I'm sure that sounded really dark. Violence and tears Gosh, definitely man. sell more than smiles and rainbows. That's for sure. For sure, man. But uh, honestly, you can definitely uh, sell some rainbows in uh, in Chicago and Philly, even though both those teams aren't in the playoffs right now. They are absolutely on fire. Patrick Kane right now for Chicago is, is just being Beast. himself. Beast. Just doing what he normally does. He's unbelievable, man. And when you're, out, or when you're looking at Jonathan Taves, like he's had a better year this year, but like people were you know, looking at him saying, you know, he's regressing and, and whatnot. None of that has ever been said through, uh, to Kane, even through like his off-ice controversies. Like he came back that year pretty strong. My Philly's battled through a lot of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, Philly and their, and their goaltending situations this year. I mean, Carter Hart's kind of... 
coming back into it now. I think Ray's settling down. Um, that's definitely their guy going forward. I mean, apparently him and Talbot are close. They're pretty tight. Oh, so cool. like bringing Talbot over was kind of like um, a mentor. Apparently they wanted to do it last year, but it just never happened. Yeah, man, and uh, I think that was uh, just good for like just Edmonton, just whatever, just move on anyone else, but you know. So it's official. I was looking at the leading goal scorers in the NHL. Alex Ovechkin is just born to score goals. Yeah, it's, it's it, man. He's the greatest goal scorer of all. Thirty nine goals. Would you guys say he's the greatest goal scorer of all time, Alex Ovechkin, all time? When you think about the goaltenders he's going up against right now. The the way the no, the is. greatest goal scorer of all time is Wayne Gretzky. But I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> like I, here we go. I hate Gretzky so much, man. He ruins every <laughs> hockey conversation. He does. Which, I true. honestly wish he never happened. That is very true. He actually does ruin every. I love Brantford, yeah. Ontario, but like I wish <laughs> Wayne Gretzky never. No, happened. the best goal scorer I ever seen. I just say Brett Hall. The guy, he was like Mariano Rivera. He threw the same pitch every time. You knew it was coming, the the and you knee. just couldn't stop it. Oh yeah, yeah. That one timer, top corner. You could not stop it. Every goalie in the league knew it was coming. Brett Hall would put it over your right shoulder every single time. So how about Thomas Grice winning a Vezina this year? Who's Thomas Grice? Exactly. No, he's the, yeah, <laughs> he's the goaltender in New York. He's leading the league with a uh, save percentage right now. New York Islanders? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I should reference that. Nothing, no one's winning anything for the Rangers this year except games in Buffalo when they're dumbing them 6-2. So the top two goals against average goalies are Robin Leonard and Thomas Grice. Yeah. Yeah, the wow. Islanders. Yeah. Is it the style of play? It's got to be the way they're playing. Yeah, it's got to be, you know, oh, it's got to be Barry Trotz. There you go. Good coach goes a long way, a long way. But, I mean, you know, Washington's not crying boo right now either. They're they're doing all right. So. Still at 214 goals against average this day and age in the NHL. That's naturally unheard of. And it comes from Robert, Robin Leonard and Thomas Grice. Just eye-opening that those two goalies seamless lead... <laughs> The NHL, the national, they lead the national, Thomas Grice and that other guy I mentioned. Robin Leonard. I forgot his name. And they are the best two goalies (laughs) in the NHL uh, right now, numbers-wise. I I work at a hotel, and I checked him into a hotel one time, and this is like right after he left Buffalo, and he's just like, oh, you're a Sabres fan, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, you're an Islanders fan now? And I was like... Not oh, you, you for met. you. I, like, I said something <laughs> you like, met Leonard? Yeah, I said something like, I didn't say no. Like, I said something afterwards. I was like, I feel like I was kind of rude to him. <laughs> and, like, just, you know, like, I, don't, I don't think I was that nice to Robin Leonard when I met him. So, so I now f- I kind of feel bad when I see him on TV. So I'm like, ah, oh, was he sorry? Kit's Corner's got a bunch of questions. I'm going to fire a bunch of questions. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. So you just it. brought up, like, you met Robin Leonard as Saber. Mm-hmm. It jogged a memory for me, how I worked at Gales. I was like 20. Yeah. And this sweet black Hummer comes and this smoking blonde in the passenger seat. Didn't even look at the guy. I just looked at the car and the girl in the passenger seat. Pumped this guy's gas, hands me his credit card. I look at his credit card. Jay McKee. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh like you're Jay McKee from the Sabres. He's like, yeah, man, that's me. I'm like, oh, wow, thanks. He's like, you got a pen? He's like, yeah, I do. Hands grab, goes into his like center console, pulls out a card, signs his card, hands it to me. That was it. He drove off. I was like, that was the coolest Man. thing ever. Man. So then when I got on Twitter, you guys know how big I am on Twitter. I can't go yeah. a half an hour without being on there. I love it. <laughs> I inboxed follow him. follow for a friend. Because he's like a coach now. And who does he coach for? OHL. OHL somewhere in the OHL. And he's on Twitter. And he's a super nice guy on Twitter. Super nice guy. I inboxed him because we had a bachelor party last summer and we wanted to go somewhere. And he actually rents out like a villa. In Las Vegas, that like overlooks the strip, like he owns it, he rents it out to people. Kitchen arrangers, right? Yeah, yeah. Jamie McKee, great guy, great guy, great guy. So he could have just been like, "Yeah, that's me," and drive away. Okay, question two. We've been talking a lot of hockey. We've been looking at the standings. 
what team do you see outside the playoff picture right now Oof. that could possibly jump in? I Calajero's going to pick Pittsburgh. I fucking know. Well, that. like, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, dude, because can you imagine playoffs without Pittsburgh? Like, I can't even imagine. Like, I would, that would be the easy pick. That I Pittsburgh be, would be. Yeah, that okay. So, I mean, like, well, like, Philadelphia right now, I mean, they had really bad starts of the year. Like, they were just a goaltending carousel. It was like, it was almost like a laughing stock. Philly in being Philly. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. But they've, you know, <laughs> Philly. Philly being Philly, they haven't ever <laughs> been really the worst team in the last, you know, 10, 15 years. They've always been competitive, and I still think they're going to be competitive, and I can definitely see them uh, sneaking into a little wild card spot there. They're like the king. They're that team that's always on in the middle. They never get the first pick. They never get the last pick. They always get, like, the 17th, 19th pick. <laughs> what about you, uh, Drew? Who do you see sneaking in? Who's on the outside going in? Well, you were talking about Patrick Kane earlier, and I just I love yeah. the way Chicago's playing right now, and they're kind of like the Pittsburgh of the West to me. Like they just can't be counted out of the picture ever, right? And they're just they're surging right now. And I mean, how many points out of the playoffs are they three right now? There's three points out exactly. Nothing. So whereas we our first podcast episode, they were at the very bottom with yep. LA and and Anaheim. Anaheim yeah. actually, Anaheim was still at Anaheim was, was like on the cusp of a wild card when we first started this podcast a few weeks ago. Now they're in the right. basement. So, yeah, I love which – it's hard – like, I, I just love seeing Chicago in the playoffs. They've been there before. They know what they're doing. This is the time of year, the time of the year when teams really turn it on. And, of course, you got Captain Sirius over there who's going to write that ship if things aren't going right. I mean, so if you're boring. not playing well in that Chicago locker room, like, you're going to get course corrected pretty quickly. Especially when, when Captain Sirius <laughs> has got, like, 27 goals and 30 assists this year. We saw, like, he's having a career year, you said. Yeah, he's, he's right up there with uh, some of his high career numbers. So. That's not even, like, his points and his goal scoring and his that's not even what It's not even that's him. Not even him. No, yeah, right. That's he's, just the whole – that's yeah. just the cherry on top Yeah, he's top a born leader, that guy. Delicious Jonathan Taves cake. Although I would never – I don't think I've ever – I would never listen to a Jonathan Taves interview. <laughs> ever. Like, I don't want to sleep. Him and Sean Monaghan in like oh, a one-on-one would just be the worst. <laughs> but wait, wait, do you have, any more, you have another point on that guy? You know? I was just going to say, like, just this was kind of a sidebar, but that's why I feel like Toronto eventually will get to where they're going because they Not have a guy keep like... playing Boston in the first round. Yeah. <laughs> where's, the, where's the hit yeah, on that all one? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that that's the effect that a guy like Taves, Crosby... Tavares can have on a locker room, but I, I, Toronto is more talent right now than say Chicago, than which is hard team to. In the NHL, man, they're yeah, loaded. Loaded, exactly. So that's why I think that Chicago is able to recover despite a bad start. And same with Pittsburgh. Same thing. Pittsburgh was on the outside of the playoff picture. Now they're right. They're one point out. So you can never count out. It's the Sydney Crosby. You're right factor. about Chicago. Though you can't never count them out. Three yeah. cups. They still have a lot of the core. You can't can never count them out. It's just that veteran. It's just that desire. I don't know. There's something about. A Crosby and Taves to me, like those are the top two leaders still in the game. And and I'm, talent wise, they're not far behind either. <laughs> so two solid choices, boys. I'm going Colorado. I mean Good pick. Yeah. yeah. That one line alone, you'll Can, never be out of a hockey game with that line. So that's what I'm wondering. Kind of like almost with like the Pasternak. They line pick up in a Boston. they the trade deadline I think for is more important to Colorado than any other team in the West. Because we know yeah. what Chicago is. We know Arizona is not going to keep that up. Vancouver, they could go either way. They got such a young team; they're playing at such a high level right now. Pedersen factor too there, big time. Can't believe he's a rookie, but I, I, think, I don't know. I think Colorado they add a guy or two, like some defense at the deadline, and maybe like a third line center kind of thing. And Colorado could be a force. I like that take. I mean, yeah, because right now it's because right now they it's that first line, right? Calajero went Philly. 
that is where after Drew that, Chicago after that Colorado. you know, Nady Mac Daddy <laughs> line there with, you know, the boys, you, you get to their second, third line, and it's just very little scoring coming McKinnon, from Kinnan, Ranton, and who's yeah. the third? Landis Gog. Landis Gog. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. McKinnon's hands are just ask you guys. I knew, who the, I knew who all three on that line was <laughs> by myself. Putting the hockey. I think we talked about this spot. last week, but uh, I always have to bring this up. Landis Cog, born and raised in Sweden, no accent. Yeah. Like zero accent. The Swedes can get rid of their accent quick. Cool. Yeah. That's a cool feature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're cool not dummies. They, they Sweden, Sweden don't raise dummies. Oh, no, man. It's a well, Sundin doesn't have an accent, right? He never really did. Or Nick did Lindstrom? He? Barely. Lindstrom? Barely oh, one. Gosh, barely. He had like no accent. Eric Carlson. thought he was from Mississauga. <laughs> Carlson. <laughs> Isn't he really young, though? Carlson still? True, true, true. So He's not even like 30, is he? You're saying it's in their 30s. They, they ditch it. They get, <laughs> no. Then they get older. No, no, I guess birthday, I'm not saying like, that. Mom, mom. I live in North America now. <laughs> <laughs> this is just wake up at thirtieth thirtieth birthday. Just this is what happens. Yeah. It's all the pollution. Like yeah. the right at midnight, your voice goes from like <laughs> this to like this. How are you? I was born in this country. Right at midnight, as you turn thirty, you're I love you, the Cinderella effect. Yeah. yeah. No, Where are we going now, Jens? Where American. are we going? Actually, you know what? I have another question for you. Yes, yeah, you do. It's, it's Kit's corner. So let's. Yeah. Don't mess with Kit's corner. Um. <laughs> Now, looking at the teams that are currently sit in the playoffs, do you see one that could slip out? Ooh. Drew, do you want to start with Cali first? You want to? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you look in the West; it's 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 a big toss up. There's a lot of teams that are just a point away from each other. But when I look at the East, I see the Carolina Hurricanes, and I see a team that I do not think will be in the playoffs this year. You can get in my ear about Sebastian Ajo all you want; it's a fantastic player. Tara Vine is a fantastic player. Um, they got some young guys on D, like Dougie Hamilton. I don't know what the story is with Dougie Hamilton. I think in the NHL, when you get traded up so many times at a young age, there's, there's, there's some, there's, where there's smoke, there's fire. Um, but in regards to that, like their goaltending, I can't see, uh, you know. Like, I don't even know who their goalie is. Well, right now they're going between. It um, was Cam Ward for the last 20 years. <laughs> oh, good call. <laughs> no, wow, it's uh, Chicago now. Chicago. Crazy. It's uh, Good the, veteran goal. Eddie Lack. Is uh, he still there? It's between McElhaney and. Um, Carolina Archer's Urbe. It's Archer's no, Urbe. It's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's Peter Mrazek. Oh, right. But right, uh, right. McElhaney, I know the, McElhaney and Mrazek aren't going to get you to the playoffs, and they're not going to get you far in the playoffs. If, and if they do get you, oh, you're God, getting no. you're getting pumped then by you're, Tampa, you're getting in, Tampa first in the first round. round. Yeah. And that's like, a, that. honestly, Tampa playing. Here's the, how about this? If Tampa were to end up playing in Carolina in the first round and just walk through them and just... Well, could that be like detrimental to Tampa if they don't like you? Know, you kind of want to, you know, you know, you're saying no. You're like, get a good. Think so. No, at you think that's point, better? You think that's a, it's a positive? They, they get a sweep, they get a bunch of days off. No, it's a I series feel, that they don't feel a challenge in at all. Like it's a joke of a series if that were to be a series. I'm not worried about Tampa till the conference final. I don't think they'll. I just don't think they'll have that hard of a time until they get to the conference. True, true. I, yeah, I just mean like, will that will that take any pep out of their step at all? No, like just no. I don't think so. I see what you mean. Like, you want a little bit of an. You'd have to put yeah. in some sort of effort to get yourself prepared for the next round. Yeah, like like think about saying, like you right? might be facing off against the winner of like a like a Toronto Boston series. You could argue who just were battling and they're kind of like, whoa, where are you other dogs that yeah. are hungry now? And uh, you know these guys have just been kicking it in Tampa for three days and. I do understand that take, and I think for any team that's rested, you worry about that, no matter how talented they are or not. But one thing when I was watching the Tampa-Montreal game last night, they were saying how Tampa is so prepared right now for a championship run, Stanley Cup run, because 
They've been to the conference final twice. They've lost in game seven. They've been to the Stanley Cup final. They've lost. And now they've st- they've stocked up. They're just they're so deep right now. They're better like, than they've ever been. I was going to say, I feel like they haven't even stocked up. Like, I feel that's the quietest 92 points after 59 games in NHL history. Well, it's like, just, why are people not talking more about Tampa Bay? They are miles ahead of everybody else, and nobody's talking about them. Nobody. Yeah. Well, is it because they play in Tampa Bay? Well, it's just outside of Kucherov and Stamkos. It's just like not a lot of those big, sexy names on the team. Those two aren't even the best two players on the well, team. Well, yeah, we'd like Braden Point, like Yanni Kucherov. Kucherov's miles ahead in points of everybody this year. Crazy, yeah. eh? He's way ahead. He's yeah. a point a game guy or uh, almost two points a game guy. Literally. That's what that's what is he's one or two points a game. I think Vasilevsky's the best player on that team, though. He's great. He's a good goaltender. But their decor is strong, too. Like, every, there's not a weak spot. I don't see any weaknesses right now. Victor Hedman can probably play. He doesn't even need a D partner at this point. He's. He's become, I didn't know if he was going to ever find it, but boy, he found it. And he is, he's, you can argue he's the best defenseman in the league. Norris candidate? Yeah. yeah. Like not, not even a lot of people would argue you on that point. I, I do think that regular season points, I mean, they're going to get like 120 plus points this year, whatever. And that doesn't matter, but I do think that they're deeper than we realize, you know, so I'm not Hedman, worried about Hedman that. did win the Norris last year. I wanted to double check yeah. that, but yeah, he was. Tampa's forty four and eleven. They have nine more wins than any other team in the East. So uh, who's uh, who's falling out of the uh, the race? Who's next on that? Who do you think you got Thompson falling out? I'm gonna play a spot. I'm actually really worried about Winnipeg right now. Oh. To be honest with you, as weird as it sounds, oh. there's seventeen points. Can I, can I change my pick so it sounds sexier now? Like, can, I, can I get like a hot talk? <laughs> I don't no, why? Like, I want to hear this. I want to hear this. That's no, a it's, ballsy it's, pick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I really, I'm really concerned about them right now. I just think that they've they're a step back from last year. They're pro- they're projected to be a contender, which I still think to a degree they are. But the way they're playing lately, Line A is just falling off a cliff. Like somebody's got to get a, an arm around this kid and rope him back in quickly before the playoffs begin. And he's say, a streaky player, isn't he? He's still two. What is he? Two, two, three years into the league, he's like a very, very young Alex Ovechkin who like. Is well, I feel like October he had one goal. November, well, he had 17 goals. December, he had three. That's it. That's all he does is score goals. Yeah. That's all. He, but at least Ovechkin, you know, he just gets physical. He's a big guy. He uses his body line. He doesn't do that. Ovechkin's no. changed his game. He evolved. And that's the difference. I mean, I, I, you can't really, you can't compare the two right no, now. No, no, You can't you do can't. that. But It's like the draft comparison. I hate when the players get drafted. Like, this guy's Nick Lidstrom. I'm like, no, he's not. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, go on. Well, he's like an emulation of Ovechkin style. For sure. For sure. But. All the Montreal fans are freaking out because Montreal just crushed Winnipeg last week, and then you see Ottawa beat Winnipeg. Then you see who else did Winnipeg just lose to? Like, they've just been falling. Everybody. Yeah, so they've just been falling off, and I'm like, maybe Montreal had a good night, but Winnipeg in general lately has just fallen off, and Buffalo's getting older, you know. They lost Stastny last year, and I, he, they could really use him again for a playoff run. So I just think that uh, they see are... Winnipeg t- slipping out, eh? I see them if... If uh, anything's unexpected, I think they're the ones to, for it to happen to. I that was a ballsy pick. I'm gonna go with a ballsy pick too. I'm a big believer in like sophomore jinxes and like uh, Super Bowl hangovers, championship hangovers kind of thing. I'm gonna go with a team that is in the playoff spot that won't be at the end of the year. I'm gonna go with the Washington Capitals. Wow. Yep. Whoa. I really am. Really? Wa- well, yeah. I mean, oh. they have pretty much the exact same team as they did last year, correct? Pretty much yep. the exact same team? Yep. They've added nothing? Um, really? Not, not any, like... Anything up to Nick Vance? No. 
No, not too much. Nothing that jumps out. You played 100 hockey games last year, and you're already in game 60 this year. I don't know. I thought you were going to say Vegas. But you know what? I mean, maybe you changed your mind. I I did. But I mean, Vegas, uh, I don't know. That's a thing. They're they're kind of, I look at them the same. Vegas is in their second year of existence. Yeah. And Washington's the Stanley Cup champions, right? So they're kind of in the same boat. Wouldn't surprise me if they both didn't make it to the playoffs. So That's a lot of hockey. It would be more of a shock pick, for Washington. I, I went with a double pick. Yeah, Washington's, Washington's an older be. team that's played 100 last year, and they've already played 60 this year. But, that's two seasons. But people were going to say, were saying that about Ovechkin before the season started. Like, look at him drunk, swimming in fountains. Like, this guy's going to be a plug next year, and he's just ripping it up this year. So, I mean, he might be right, but... Hey, man. That's How, another That's that take. Russian power right there, dude. Those Imagine guys he scored. He's level. got, what, 600 Ovechkin? Imagine he scored more than Gretzky. Oh, dude, that's what I'm saying, man. It's like, doable. The fact that you can even say that in today's era. Right. He's the greatest goal scorer of all time. I think he's, like, I think he's the best. Gretzky put year. up all those points before anybody knew how to play goalie. Yeah, and Gretzky himself, <laughs> Gretzky was like a playmaker too, man. Like He was definitely like, – He was in everything. He's, yeah, obviously he's Wayne Gretzky, and you can't just – but like more or less, dude, he was definitely a good passer too, right? But, hey, I don't oh, know. His shot was pure. about 73 miles per hour, his shot, Wayne Gretzky. Well, it's easy. Clapper from the blue line. Well, it looks like every goalie is wearing a pair of New Balance sneakers, (laughs) and they're like, oh, and they're like stepping on banana peels for an entire decade. (laughs) Like the NHL was like, guys, we're not going to use, we're not going to use a a crease, a blue crease. We're going to use banana peels all around the net, (laughs) and our goaltenders are going to wear terrible tennis shoes. Oh my God, it's the greatest player of all time. Obviously, man. Sorry, dude. Those goalies look like they were wearing popsicle sticks for goalie pads back in the day. They didn't even know what they were doing. Well, the goalies are always the like they they out of in hockey the way hockey's evolved goaltending was the last to catch up yeah in terms of and then all of a sudden the goalies became so good that nobody was scoring goals yeah, I don't know NHL's different and now we have three on three <laughs> <laughs> for regular <laughs> anyway so where do you guys want to go you guys want to keep going hockey you want to uh, Kits Corner brought to you by <laughs> Kits. <laughs> <laughs> Kit Kat bars. Oh, are you listening, Garuba? Oh man, where do you guys want to go now? You guys want to uh, stick with hockey? Go with the OHL? Yeah, we talk Kid, about uh, Kit's what Corner's a, got another big story to let us yeah, in what, on. What Who's a, coming out of Kit's Corner? What's what, a, what a landmine this franchise is. The the Niagara Ice Dogs. Like, yeah, I mean we're crushing teams and whatnot, but uh, so what happened? They were fined two hundred a quarter million dollars. Million dollars. They got an OHL team was fined a quarter OHL of a million team. dollars. OHL Ontario Hockey League <laughs> for recruitment violation. So they not only did they first off they charge yeah they fined them a quarter of a million bucks, but they took two draft picks from them. Now so the why? OHL took two <laughs> draft picks from them, but well, what the OHL <laughs> yeah off the top you're right that's two that they're missing. <laughs> They made a trade earlier in the year where they gave away 11 draft picks for two players, the Niagara Ice Dogs. Like in one, wait, one trade? One trade, 11 draft picks out the window. That one th- trade. That needs the dark music, I think, for, or the dark tone uh, for that. Just a baby crying. Are you kidding me? How do they do that in the OHL? So they're they basic- don't care about the future at all? Clearly not. They've basically said... All in, though, right Not now. the future. The next decade. Like, just like, <laughs> what? Like eternity? <laughs> and then 
They traded three seconds and three thirds. Hey, you want? Hey, hey, you want all my picks forever? That's that's seventeen draft picks. I don't want to draft ever again. It's <laughs> the the day of the draft is always on my wife's birthday. So how about you just take all of our picks and oh. I can take her to dinner? Thank you. Unbelievable. So they have <laughs> traded just this year. Have <laughs> traded seventeen draft picks. And they got two taken away. So this year, the Niagara Ice Dogs have lost 19 draft picks. <laughs> Side note to the $250,000 fine, which... Which no. is more painful? The 19 Wait. draft picks you've lost this year and or there, the is, fine? Is there seven rounds in the OHL draft? 13. 13. Okay. All right. So I was about to be like, that's like almost three. So years. in that so trade, two years though. in that trade where they traded 11 picks, half picks, they traded one 13th, one 11th, one seventh, one fifth, three thirds and four second round picks. Four second round picks. What? For Jason Robertson. And Jacob Paquette, who both won't be back next year. So you gave 11 draft picks away for two rentals. So they're winning the Memorial Cup, guaranteed. If they don't, this franchise is in complete shambles. How about you give Ottawa a call right now and you ask them how many picks they traded to be a number one in the East, and then they'll tell you not 13 and one or 11 picks in one trade. That's, That's insane, dude. Be. That is just crazy. Not to mention the owner and then his kids, the GM, his other kids, the coach. Just a shady franchise, I feel. Thankfully, DiPietro got lit up in Vancouver for Ottawa, so hopefully his confidence is shaking. It probably isn't, <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't know. The Ottawa 67s may have uh, released him to the Hounds too early uh, in the NHL. He got lit up by well, it was yeah, San it was, Jose though. Yeah, it's, first goal. I think it was a first goal in his first shot or something like that. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be like you know, which I think has happened to like. I think if you look at the list of guys that's happened to, it's not a bad list. Like you look at some guys and it's, it's he'll, be, he'll be fine. It's We're just hoping, dude, as an Agri dog fan base that that yeah. doesn't happen, but. The, the rarity of a young NHL goaltender is like it's the probably one of the rarest thing in sports, man. Like a young goalie in the NHL, it's just, you don't see it. Yeah. So with the Ice Dogs, like they seem to have a great team on paper, forwards, goalies. The only problem it seems to be is they get no contribution from their defense, zero. Their coaching seems to be a little bit off. I mean, how do you have the lineup they have and the coaching and the team is as inconsistent as they've been? I mean. My my thing, and this is like a thing about the OHL in total, is you know this is this is big sports news. It's coming out on Twitter. It's, you know TSN, CBC, all have articles on it. Um, there's zero information about what this fine is. There's 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 no one. It's just saying it's was it scouting and recruiting related. I think Shady is the lingo. Uh, every every article just if you read online just references this uh, Windsor Spitfires from a few years back who, who were paying players. So I don't know if, if this is like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge, that this is exactly what it is, and maybe they're not allowed to say it. But I mean... It's, That's it's, exactly what but it is. But if the OHL, like, I know they'll never be the NHL, but you got to think if you work for OHL like or the CHL, let's say, you want your leagues to expand and you want your leagues to grow. And and, and obviously, you know, you don't want it through through negative news and, and negative attention, but publicity is, is publicity, man. And if you're not, like, giving us anything to chew on, getting anything to spit on, like, we're not going to... We're not going to talk about it. No one's going to talk about it. No one can beat a dead horse. I mean, if the OHL wants to grow as a league, if the CHL wants to grow as, as a collection of leagues, I mean, you got to get out there and, and say what's happening and and let talking heads like us and, and the guys that like work for the major radio stations, let them rip apart for a while. But guess what? OHL will be talked about on 590, 1050, or whatever the radio station is near you, and that's something that's not happening now regardless. Andrew. Damn, Callie. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was a good, a good. That was well there. said. But we looked at we looked this up earlier, and apparently this allegation is from the 2016 season. Yes, correct. So, yeah, I'm happy about according that. according to what we've read. This has nothing to do with the current staff of the Niagara Ice Dogs or the players. This is from a 2016. Uh, uh, the actual quote is, allegation. this is exactly why we made staff changes at the end of 2016 season. This had absolutely wow. nothing to do with any current players or staff members, end quote. So this is... Like so a- the Ice Dogs GM, whose dad owns the team, is saying, we knew what was going on, and we already got rid of those players, and now, or those, I guess, shady executives yeah. or whatever, like, they're already gone, and now they have to pay for that. That's unfortunate for the Ice Dogs ownership group, but... Is it, or is it just an easy way to wash their hands? Well, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, that was the old me, babe. This is the new me. I'm a new man, babe. Nah, babe, that was the old me. That was me back in 2016. I'm a new man now. Uh, would you have a point there? It just looks fishy with all the with these two trades giving away 13 picks this season, though. So it's like, mm. it seems like that's does it have I mean. something to do with it? That's, 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 that's was that a violation? Like, did, was there something under the table that we don't know about? Which it sounds like that's what... That's what's not coming out yet. Is that something is shady? The details. Something shady going on there. But I think it's a little bit coincidental too that like they're all in for this Memorial Cup run. <laughs> I mean, first they got to get the Bobby Orr Trophy, which is the OHL or is that OHL Championship, right? And then they go to the big one, which is the Mem Cup, which is Canada wide, correct for the CHL. So it's kind of coincidental that they're under fire, under attack, right when they're on the cusp of potentially getting yeah. all, going all the way. So I think this could be just one of those. It's like the New England Patriots, man. It's like let's just no, find no, no, I mean, no, 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 no. We're Don't not going, man. Okay, but good, I'm good. saying that someone's trying to tear them down while they're exactly. up here. But it, it, they and, and, and in the NFL this year, uh, the Kareem Hunt video came out at the top of KFC up. Uh, KF <laughs> KC, no KFC. I'm, oh, I'm so fat. It's finger looking. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fat. Uh, that's it for my uh, <laughs> podcasting career, guys. My name is Mark Calgero. Take care. Have a good one. No, it's. Ah, we're still good, but um, no, that they uh, but it was another it was another team in their in their conference that released that video to TMZ, and that's the reason they lost Kareem Hunt. So I'm saying, like, what kind of going off of what you're doing right now? This investigation had to been sparked by someone somewhere, and obviously it was the OHL or CHL offices, but someone had to go to those CHL or OHL offices and say, hey, look at the dogs were doing this a couple of years ago. No wonder, it's eh? just like sad to look a cup at the, of coffee or something. It's sad to look at the standings and see where they are and how well they've played this year. And what are we talking about? Controversy, fucking controversy. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, so that was this 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 whole roster they have right now. Start like this whole thing started a couple years ago. We're like, okay, here's how we do it, and they got caught. And now it's too now. This team that they put together maybe isn't as legitimate or legal under the OHL ruling or yeah. what have you. So that's that's the that's the question right now. Yeah, which no one knows the answer to. And, all all we have is an allegation. That's it. And the guy that's running the team is the same guy that was running the team in 2016. So it's like, what do you, what do you mean, right? It's it's like passing the blame on to somebody else. Yeah, it's like when the, you were still in matter. charge. You're yeah. in charge, so it doesn't matter. Even if you didn't know, which thanks to even if you didn't know what was happening, it, it's still it's ignorance on your part. You're liable. Yeah, you got to know what's going on underneath your nose. It's too bad. The Ice Dogs are playing okay right now, but they're still up there. They're just kids. <laughs> I will say quickly, uh, Tuesday, this Tuesday, I have the opportunity to go interview a couple Dogs players at the rink. Nice. After Love practice. It. And I said to Kelly before we went on today, I'm like, yeah, so I'll be sure not to mention that. Because yeah. I don't... <laughs> 
I get, honestly though, but these kids, they don't have, from our knowledge and just common sense, they don't have anything to do with this whole scandal. They're just the players. They're yeah. just showing up. They go to school. Oh, no, yeah, dude. Go play no hockey. way, man. So, it's nothing to do with the players. I really hope that this whole thing gets washed over and they do do as well as we're expecting them to in the playoffs. And I'm, I'm just I'm looking forward to, to chatting with them. They seem like a, a great bunch of kids. Yeah, man. You're not seven to know NHL. how that goes. Bright future yeah, for those Yeah, seven NHL draft roster. picks on that oh, team yeah, right now. Dude. Bright future for a lot of those kids. So, so I really hope this whole thing gets go washed ice over. dogs. And you know what, man, this yeah. isn't going to affect them. I mean, the guys they're they're going to go out there when they visit. When's their next game? Is it is it Monday? Is it tomorrow? Tuesday. Oh no, it's today. It's today. It's, oh, it's, today it's they like play at two o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Play in so, forty eight minutes. And yeah, then the game so, after I mean, that is on Tuesday. <laughs> I mean, game. these guys aren't going to. Yeah, they're obviously talking about it. But once the game gets going and the whistle's blown and the puck's on the ice, I mean, they're no, they're not going to be like, oh, that's two picks for the, the team when we're not here. The two hundred fifty thousand dollars. It doesn't matter to me. You know, it's not going to affect the way they play this year. But uh, if you go, if we're looking down. The the road and you're wondering why the dogs are doing so bad i mean this is the year to look back on and circle that's for sure so you gotta hope they win everything this year yeah so that's <laughs> what it's honestly it's, it's just year, it yeah. doesn't matter because regardless in the future that they are looking like they will be uh, exhausted of all resources and, and not a very competitive well, they're out 19 team. picks over the next couple of years <laughs> yeah so i mean holy shit so i mean if, they, if that happens but you say oh but we, you know we want a mem in, in, in 2019 and then you're like ah whatever well, so, the reason why we talk about this is because we want the ice dogs to be good. Love, no, right? Love the dogs. We want the, the ice dogs to be good. Yes, we do. I was I was going to say even with like now the Toronto Raptors did not give away any, <laughs> they gave away one pick I think at this trade deadline. Five but, years from now. Five years from now. There's a 2024 pick that the Raptors right gave away. exactly. So yeah. they're all in right now. We're all hoping and praying for a championship out of Toronto right now. So it's similar, but they both could fall off, even though they're like not even close to related in the sports world. You know, are we, uh, we're saying, I think we're transitioning. That's a great, great. I think we all looked at each other. That was the page turn. Oh, (laughs) audible.com. We are now talking about the Toronto Raptors. Oh boy. It is NBA all-star weekend. You guys, I want to bring this up because you guys are like, oh, we're going to talk about Adam Kidney's favorite subject, the NBA. That's okay. Yeah, but it's not my favorite subject. NASCAR's next. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> there's a big race today. There's a big I'm race working, today. I'm working the whole It's like starting right now. I'm working the whole I don't even. Right? When a sporting event's coming on, and I know it's going to be on while I'm working. I don't even start it. I'm like, Bruh. Yeah. I used to like book days <laughs> well, off I'll be work. working during the third period of this game. That's sick to work. I do want to say that this <laughs> upcoming week, Friday, Toronto Raptors, the San Antonio Spurs come to town Big Friday, day. February 22nd. Welcome back, DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> if DeMar does what he did to us when we played them in San Antonio, I will hurt myself because I took that day off work to watch this game. And if the Raptors get pumped like they did the first time they played him, I will not be a happy guy. It's the return of DeMar DeRozan. I, w- I was thinking the return of Rudy Gay. That's what <laughs> Marco Bellinelli. Jakob Pertl's back, too. Lots of former <laughs> Raptors on the Spurs. Lots of former yeah, Raptors yeah, on the Spurs. Uh, that's going to be a crazy game. That's I can't wait to see how Raptors fan. Like, he's getting cheered. Oh, he's like, going to be getting, getting yeah. I hope they have low. a 24-minute video for him. Like, he deserves it. You're beautiful. So it's like baby it's photos. True. I saw your face. And it's just like, and it's just, ba- it's not even him playing as a raptor. It's just baby photos of like him and his mom and stuff. And it's just, <laughs> that'd be the best. 
Ah, uh, I just pictures there's like some kids, like some bunch of Asian kids on a trampoline. It's like not even him. It's like, what? It's <laughs> the worst tribute video ever. I'm sorry. I'm I sorry. think the raps are going to show why they traded him and they're going to, they're going to, yeah, they're going to do well that just game. Just him. Oh, I thought you meant the tribute video. Oh, of like no, I skipped ahead to the game. Eating dicks and playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Another poor playoff performance by DeMond. This is probably, this is, <laughs> this has got to be Where was DeMond and I? In a crowded place. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> oh boy, but that's got to be the biggest regular season game of the year for the Raptors. No, Demar Easily. coming back is his return. Absolutely, one of the Absolutely. biggest games in Lowry's franchise gonna be history. That'll regular be, season wise, for yeah, sure. Be circled. Who's going to have a better game, Demar or Lowry? Ooh. <laughs> I just had this thought of like, who's they're going to want to play Best outplay each other against each so other so badly? Yeah, they get a. I don't know. You put DeRoe. Let's okay. I'm wiping the slate clean right here. Let's just say we're organizing an MMA fight between DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry. I'm taking Kyle Lowry 10 times yeah, out of 10. A bigger boy. If, you, if they were going to go one-on-one, Kyle Lowry would eat DeMar DeRozan, DeMar DeRozan for breakfast. Like, nah, I'm not doing eat that. DeMar DeRozan for breakfast. DeMar DeRozan's soft. DeMar DeRozan's soft. soft. He's soft. That. That's why they're not sorry they traded him. Kyle Lowry's going mean, to eat I, I him think, for breakfast. I, I think Demar would have would have a big game. I like it's. There's no doubt, man. Like you got to think like he's got people in this city that still care about him. He's got friends and you know like he's people here that in three circle. people in this room that still care about him exactly. for sure. I just mean like, like in his in his personal life, he's he's going to show up to Toronto, man. He's he's going to still see the DeRozan jerseys that half the crowd still wears because why the hell wouldn't he? He's one of the best of all time. He's going to look I up at one. the rafters where his jersey will hang one day. He'll he'll he'll, he'll kick ass, man. I have two Raptors jerseys, 15 and 10. Who's 15? (laughs) 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 I had to. I think think he's going to have a great game. I don't think he'll have as good of a game as the Raptors as a team will, and I think that's what will show Raptors fans you didn't regret trading him. Since we're on Raptors, and since we love reading quotes on this podcast, I have to show you guys this. This was Pascal Siakam's draft grade from one of the teams. It's an unnamed team, obviously, because this guy didn't want to give his name. He looks like a total jackass. Ready for this? Pascal Siakam in the 2016 draft. Toronto Raptors, grade of the pick, D minus. Mm, I can see that. Just what was Toronto thinking with this pick, with Deontay Davis still on the board, is a mystery. <laughs> Pascal Siakam, <laughs> Pascal Siakam has talent, yes, but is not a strong athlete. What does that mean? That's what it says right here. Uh, sorry, sir. Uh, what does that mean? GM Masai Ujiri what must see something mean? in him that no others do, but there's no doubt that the Raptors could have done so much better with this pick. What? Good thing you didn't release your name, buddy, because you sound like a fucking jackass. The guy's one of the best young players in the league. It's the all time, man. Like This guy's... Oh, Siakam is talent evaluation in every sport is just I love it, man. Hit and miss. I love when you look back at the old the old draft. And that, there's the picture we talked about earlier of the 2018-2019 good <laughs> month of November banner going up the <laughs> Oh man, oh man. That Shout is out just Buffalo awesome. Sabres. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but that uh I can't believe that ESPN shredded the Pascal Siakam pick like that. Holy moly. And is he proving people wrong right now or what? And also a fact 
also a factor of that too is uh, it's just the the Toronto factor in the NBA itself, man. Toronto is just the team. Like now this year, they're getting some respect, so you almost kind of like forgot about it there. But for the longest time, man, Toronto could not get an ounce of respect out of anybody in the NBA, anyone reporting the NBA. I was gonna say Pascal got snubbed at the All Star game. That's for sure. He should have been there. He didn't get snubbed. Maybe not, but to me, like, okay, yeah, you're right. Maybe I would rather snubbed. give it to Dirk Nowitzki or Dwayne Wade. Myself. Yeah. You know, he's just a kid. He just deserved every one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Danny Danny Green was there last night in the in the three point competition. He's a fun guy, Danny. He's Green. a fun guy. Do you hear him with the microphone? <laughs> he's fantastic. He's interviewing Lowry on the side there. The too. green room, like yeah, awesome. he's he's awesome. great, man. He's awesome. Um, Are we doing for time he, here? Uh, we're doing good. We're, we we got about like like you know we do about seven minutes, ten minutes. Um, just uh, quickly, just wanted to say uh, in, in reference to, uh, to to Danny Green there, um, he had a really good uh, three point competition. It was, it was nice to see him go. If out there. he would have made that last one, yeah. he would have moved on. Oh yeah, and the fact that you need like it was like the only top three guys, and I got by the last one, um, the last few it was like twenty six points. He needed to move on. The second I was like, geez, get out of here. It was yeah, but yeah, good job, Danny Green there in the uh, in the skills comp. Congratulations to John Collins when yeah. winning the three point competition. That was a lot of fun and. Feel shame, NBA, because that weekend was not good. That was ugly, ugly, ugly all-star weekend from the NBA. That was not fun. And, and not fun. To me, that's like when we, we all, I think we've talked garbage about an all-star games on every league on this podcast already, but I think the NBA is the one league that translates the best to an all-star game to, because you, you can still go out there and do your normal thing and not worry about giving a guy a conky or something. They market their players really well. Exactly, and that as well. Yeah, that's another thing as well. You got something there, Drew? I was going to say the uh, Diallo dunk over Shaq last night. That's probably going to be the highlight of all-star weekend, isn't it? It's the only time that I was said, wow, last night. Yeah. Is that dunk when he went over Shaq and did the Vince Carter forearm in the rim? That was the only and then open the chest. That was pretty cool. That was that's, the best part of the night. That was if you fun. Ask me. That was that was that was a high, I tuned in at the right time. Yeah, that was the best part of the night for me. Like the crowd was quiet. Mm-hmm. Everything was stale. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just didn't have that feel to it. I don't know. Ever like, since Toronto, that All Star week man, was amazing. Everyone's been trying to play catch up since then. That's when I feel like Toronto got put on the map. That was the NBA. best dunk competition I ever seen. When the All Star Game was in Toronto, Aaron Gordon, and that what are those jumping thi- over the or he, mascot there? Yeah, but what's the thing the mascot was on the hoverboard kind yeah, of thing there, yeah. where he like that was ridiculous was to be so spinning cool. like that, like the coordination. Man, I seen something like he the Aaron Gordon's jump that night. He would have won the silver medal in the high jump. That's how high he jumped. How crazy is that? That's why when people tell me, like, oh, hockey players are the best athletes in the world. No, man. They're not. They're probably the toughest athletes in the world. But hockey players game, do not hold a candle to bath- basketball players when it comes well, to athleticism. Yeah, and then you look at you look in the states and the players. Um, you know what's his name with the uh, Oakland Athletics, uh, Oakland A's right now. And, Kyler Murray. Yeah, this guy's going. Hmm, do I want to be a uh, MLB superstar? Or yeah, we were talking about JT being a dumbass hmm. earlier. <laughs> We were talking about JT being oh, a dumbass. Oh, you're, you're, Kyler Murray takes a dumbness to a new... He's like Jamie's Winston stupid, Kyler Murray. I couldn't even understand what he was just saying in an interview. Oh, he barely like put just, words together. Oh, you mean just as a per- I thought he just meant his decision not to be in baseball and go to the NFL draft. Oh, he could, he's so talented. He could do whatever he wants. Yeah, but I'm talking like his brain. He's yeah. a little slower I than the average cat. I see what you're getting at with that there for Oof. sure. 
Yeah, I mean, it's uh, but but just in the, in terms of of like we talk about top athletes, yeah, these guys in the states that are just throwing, you know, winning Heisman's and thinking I can play baseball too. It's like it's good for you. He probably could. God damn it! Like, how come I trip up the same set of stairs <laughs> that I've had every day of my life? And there's another athlete going. Hmm. Yeah, he could play two sports on a professional hmm. level. Yeah, I think, I think he's eat too much bread or something. So. <laughs> it's too. Pop quiz for you guys. This is oh, a little random, but why the heck not? Because I looked it up today. Actually, I remembered his birthday today. So, which not not I won't give you even the league. But which athlete whose birthday is today? Um, just we should have a segment maybe where whose we, birthday is it? Jerome Bettis. No. Bus, okay, it's NBA. It's I'll just it's give NBA? it. It's NBA. Yeah, Who's whose birthday is today? Fifty six years young. Michael Jordan. Yep. I was gonna say uh, yeah. Michael. Air Jordan turns 56 years old. Second best today. basketball player I the NBA has ever seen. Oh, no, no, no. Hang on. I, I don't think we heard that. Say that again, Kit. The second best basketball player in NBA history. Yeah, shut up, R. Kelly. Like, it's R. Kelly is in studio <laughs> singing. Oh. My mind's telling me no. <laughs> yeah. We will debate that at another time. No, we won't because that is just, we'll end up fighting each other. That is, that, that I won't, debate I won't gets, fight you. no, I won't fight you either, but that <laughs> debate gets heated. I almost fought a guy on my slow pitch team this well, year. You know what? I got a buddy, his name, Michael Jordan. <laughs> Who's your name? Harvey Specter. His name's not Michael Jordan. His name, I mean, his name's Michael Jordan, but he's not Michael Jordan, but I'm sure he's got a good take on it. So my brother works with a guy named Michael. Well, Jordan, happy birthday, so. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Man. Yeah. There's a lot of birthdays. Spend some money on I your saw, basketball team. I saw it was Buss's birthday. Uh, I think it was yesterday. The day before that was like Jim Kelly. It's like, oh, like what, what's it, nine months from now? If you want to have an athlete, that should be when you uh, can. Toughest take. athlete of all time, Jim Kelly. Oh, yeah. That guy is just a warrior. Even in, even in his age now, man, with he's going through in his personal life and then, you know, at home, like he's just, he's a man. And just he's had like surgery su- on his face. Yeah, and he's such a champion, dude. And he's just always posting pictures, thumbs up. like Positive all the time. Love. Dude, dude, dude. There is, I don't know, like, if, if you don't live in the Buffalo area, you don't understand how much this city loves Jim Kelly. Like, I don't know if there's an athlete, like, I'm sure every town has, like, that guy, they do. But Jim Kelly, especially because it is, like, a little Buffalo, and they have, like, an all-time quarterback, and, like, that he still lives every day in Orchard Park and in Buffalo. Like, he, his kids grew up in Buffalo, like, his family, like, he is Buffalo. Like, Would you me. rather live in Houston or Buffalo? I'll stop there. <laughs> That's a quote from Jim Kelly when he got drafted. Dude, really? He dude, didn't go to Buffalo. He, he went, went to Houston. To the, yeah, he, he avoided the Bills the, uh, for three years. the American Football League or whatever they Something were Something like that. Yeah. The Trump League. USFL. Sorry. Yeah. USFL. He went and played for the Houston Gamblers or whatever and yeah, won a couple MVP Buffalo titles. He hated he Buffalo so much. Yeah. And, that, and I think that's part of the, the, the thing now. It's Definitely. like, look, we took this guy and now he's the king of the city. So, Shout out to Jim Kelly. Just with back to the NBA really quickly. I just realized, too, that Michael Jordan does own the Charlotte Bobcats. So Hornets. ashamed of himself. Or <laughs> no, it was the Bobcats. They were. Thank when, he, when he bought them. Yeah, but he, I was wondering, like, did they show him in the crowd over the weekend? Like, he must have been there for the whole. He's probably in Atlantic City <laughs> gambling. I didn't see anything I watched yesterday. I didn't see him. The All Star game's still today, but it's all about the dunk competition. So honestly, I had more fun watching the three point competition. Like, I'm not a big Steph Curry yeah. guy. Yeah, like, I'm not a big Steph Curry guy, but he. Was just such a treat to watch, man. Well, yeah, he was like a treat shot. to watch. Yeah. He like jumps about a quarter inch off the ground when he shoots that three, and it looks like it's completely effortless. And he banged in his last ten last night in the second round, just poof, 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 ten straight on money ball rack nails all five. Yeah, He's just Fired. fun to watch. That guy. 
Does he have the quickest release for a three-pointer in the history of the NBA? Because uh, friends of mine, I still haven't seen him in person yet. But my, I'm not sure. But like, he just, he's like, the best he shooter. He shoots like, faster than anyone ever. He's the best shooter in the NBA history. Like, Yeah, he had wow. one like... Like this is, I think it was like his last shot. He was like kind of just coming off his last, like his left foot, and it was just kind of like you. Oh, weird. the last one. Yeah, and yeah. it was just like wow. Like it was and like, like when I say wasn't like, a perfect setup, right? But like the way he, like kind of going off what you were saying, the way he took the ball off the rack, and he was kind of beating the clock there at the end, just and still. That's what I mean. He just gets rid of the ball and swishes it faster than anybody. So. All right, boys. You want to uh, any any final thoughts or? Comments? I had something, but I totally fucking forgot what it was. Did we have quote of the week? Or we had one. Did, we, we talked about it before the show. We but talked one, and now. yeah, this we'll end we'll end on the quote of the week. There, this is Thompson's quote of the week, but uh, I got it right here, and it's Andrew uh, Thompson's quote of the week, presented by Mark Heligerone. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was uh, we we talked about it earlier. It was uh, Kawhi's uh, comments because now, of course, with All Star Weekend. Everyone's uh, talking to Kawhi and trying to get, ask him his uh, opinion on Toronto. And uh, his, his, his comment uh, briefly was, uh, Toronto, it's uh, g- uh, good people, good food, bring a coat. Yeah, good people, good food, great city, bring a coat. I yeah. think was the quote. Yeah. yeah. He's not wrong. No. Does that mean you're staying? But I he, mean, does, he did. To me, the, to me, it seems like <laughs> everything is great unless he just hates coats. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, what's cooler than a great city with good people? And he good probably food? didn't even own a coat until he was fifteen. <laughs> um, he did say though, a good. He gave a shout out to the snow. He said the snow does look nice on days, but you just need a jacket to go outside. I'm not. I'm just not used to the wearing boots and everything. But as for the whole city, team, coaching staff, organization, fans, it's been great. That was Andrew Thompson's quote of the week. And and the only thing, the only negative I can pull from that that comment is like, of course he said that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is such like a yeah. He's just there. It is. Like of course he like yeah. Well, imagine exactly, he came out and was yeah. like, oh, it sucks. So I'm so happy to be here, guys. Guys, can I stay? Can I? Stay? I'll play for Charlotte. I don't like. <laughs> you know, he's not gonna stay that dude. And and. and and we all know Toronto's a great city. Like, I wanted him, instead of city. that quote, what he should have said was, I don't leave the fucking house. Yeah. That's what I wanted him to say. I don't want you to go outside, Kawhi. Stay inside, he Kawhi. He doesn't, man. Him and his New Balance sneakers, the Times New Roman sneakers. You see those? His new shoes? They're pretty cool. I'm not even a big sneakerhead, but... Any, uh, any final uh, round the table? Any, any last things? Kidney said he didn't want to talk about him, but someone who's kind of in the opposite situation, who's really, really wanting to stay in Toronto... From Major League Baseball, the Toronto Blue Jays just released earlier today. Marcus Stroman just begging for a long-term deal with the Blue Jays. Kidney, go ahead. <laughs> no, um, just he, does, can, he doesn't even want to talk about it. He but doesn't, just I mean, give I us like two. Give us two words. On two words. You want two words? Because they don't care. Five. <laughs> There's three. <laughs> I was gonna say two to five, <laughs> but that also shizzles like, fo apostrophe like fo apostrophe shizzles two and a half words. Yeah, yeah, I guess you can. Yeah, but um, what I say with Stroman is like on the one end, like, trade him. Yeah, but at the same time, that's two words. Thank you. There you go. There's the there's Moving the real on. two words. No, but I just no. want to say that <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Stroman. Uh, if 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 you got it right now, the way the Jays are looking, dude. If if you want a guy that wants to stay with you and wants to stay in Toronto. Work with it. Try and make it as 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 you know the contract and the term be as as team friendly as possible. It doesn't work. Doesn't work. But I think he's he's showing his cards right now, and I think that's good news for the Jays. I'm on board with Stroman being here forever. Just grow the fuck up. 
Grow the fuck up. Honestly. You want to be a Blue Jay? Then start acting like an adult. Yeah, honestly. Sick of you crying about everything. I remember <laughs> last year after, uh, after a game, he went to like Cactus Club. It was like a Saturday. And uh, he got mad that he couldn't get a table and like tweeted like, don't ever go to the Cactus Club, blah, blah, blah. Did and he really? Yeah. The what Cactus, a Cactus Club tweeted out was like, yeah, it was uh, it was Saturday. He didn't have a reservation, dude. It's like we, if we could have built a table for you and like put what, an you addition. Think you're Joe Carter? Put an addition on the club for you or you want us to kick people out of the club for you. Like that's ridiculous. So it's You like, haven't done anything yet. Stuff like that that really bothers me with, uh, with Strowman. No, you can't sit there, Marcus. I apologize. That's Aaron Sanchez's table. You're going to have to leave. <laughs> And on that says, note, oh, yeah, I'm done. That's it. Yeah, I'm that's dropping good. the mic, boys. All right, good guys, week. We'll see you next week. Love you guys. Take care and uh, enjoy this this random song that I found for free. <laughs>